Welcome back to Get Your Ish Together with your co-hosts, Janie Mendoza and Katie Gorey. And this week's episode is about keeping the promises you make to yourself and to others. I am so excited about this topic. We touched on it briefly last week, but we had so many questions in our DMs about more specifics on this topic. So we decided to turn it into its whole own episode. We're going to try to keep it short and sweet for you guys, you know, to just listen in the car on the way to the gym or on the way to work between 10 to 15 minutes. But I want to share a personal story about keeping promises. I am very good about telling someone I'm going to do something or telling myself I'm going to do something and I do it because then we feel like, you know, we're losing that trust with others or even within ourselves and we're losing that self-confidence and, you know, what are people going to think if we're breaking promises with them? But I did have a situation maybe a couple weeks ago where I invited someone several times and they said they were going to show up to this family event or they said they were going to show up to this, you know, beach or barbecue And for whatever reason, never showed up, which is fine. You don't ever have to show up. But if you say you're coming, if you say you're going to do something, it's important to either A, call them or text them and let them know that, hey, something has come up. I'm not showing up. Or B, simply say you changed your mind. But you've got to communicate this to other people or, you know, to the person that invited you because then they're waiting on you. You know, what if they made plans for a certain, you know, event or certain situation or a meal or a plate? But you, you know, you said you were coming, but you don't show up. And so I've never had this happen in my adult life where someone says they're going to do something and they they don't don't because I'm not like that. Because what will people think of me if I tell them, you know, that I'm going to do something and then I I break that trust. It's it's disrespect. Right. It really is. And I don't know about you guys, but like my parents were old school growing up Mm -hmm. and respect is huge. You respect your elders. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you. Please. Like, that's the way that I grew up. So whenever other people fall short on that, to me, it's kind of like a sucker punch in the gut because like you said, I don't do that. So I have a high expectation of others when it comes to following through on the promises that they make. Right. Which is fine. You know, if you ever don't feel like going somewhere or doing something, you simply say no, you know, or you let them, you're not right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, or, you know, tell them your valid excuse. I mean, even if it's not a valid excuse, tell them whatever. Be honest. I think that that's what it is. Honesty about, hey, you know what? I'm not feeling up for it. Or, hey, something came up or whatever. But you don't just not show up when you say you're going to be there because people are counting on you to be there. Well, and we've shared this before. No is a complete sentence. Right. And, you know, it's okay to say no. But in my opinion, what it's not okay to do is to say yes and then (laughs) just not show up and not be there. Yes. Or say yes and then be three hours late even. I feel like that's so rude and so Mm -hmm. disrespectful. And I will say, like, I can look and have that reflection, you know, of me looking in the mirror right now and saying, I used to be that person that was late everywhere all the time. And I made excuses like Janie was just saying, oh, I was busy with the kids or oh, this or oh, that. Well, my husband basically was like, Katie, you're not managing your time well. And I know I've mentioned this before on previous episodes, but it's not okay. It's it's a sign of disrespect and it's basically saying you don't value other people's time. So this is kind of the same thing. You don't value other people enough to tell them that you can't make it or to send them a quick text or message or phone call and give them a voicemail even if they don't answer. Right. You know, I understand that we're all busy, but that doesn't mean that we get to be jerks. And that doesn't mean that... We don't respect others enough 
just to to give them the heads up, you know? Right. It's like time that you don't get back. It literally takes two seconds to send that text of I'm not going or I'm yeah. not showing up or I changed my mind. Whatever it is, yeah. it's perfect, you know? But just say, give us a heads up because right. a lot of times when you don't show up to these things or when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, it tells me and others what type of person you are, how you want to be treated. And it just kind of, you know, for me, it leaves like a bad taste in my mouth. Almost don't want to invite you anymore. or Don't want to, you know, have you spend time with you. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I know for me as a mother, you know, with my kids, anything I tell them, you guys, it's law. Like if I've said it, It's either happening or there better be a darn good reason why it's not happening. I never promise my kids anything if I don't intend to follow through on it. Because I want them to trust me as their mother to know that I will always be true and honest with them. And I don't make promises unless I know I can follow through on them. Now, sometimes they'll ask me things and I will defer it and say, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have to look and see what this weekend looks like. Or I'm not exactly sure on the date, but we can do this. It's just not going to be right now. And I feel like that's OK to do, too. But what's not OK is if I said, hey, we're going to go do this on Saturday and then Saturday rolls around and I'm too tired or we make other plans or fill in the blank. And then I don't take them to do what I tell them I'm going to do take them to do that's mistrust there that's me lying to them and not keeping up my end of the bargain and you can even ask my kids I probably need to bring them on a podcast at some point um because they know that there is a good reason if for some reason I ever cancel on them and there have been times that that's happened too where I've had to come to them and say I'm so sorry but I didn't know that this was going to happen something outside of my control has happened I am going to make it up to you and I always make it up to them and I make it up to them as quickly as I possibly can because I believe that I'm only as strong as my word and right. if I'm not keeping my word to my children or to my spouse or to you know the the women that I work with in my business then what good is that what right. good is that there's no trust there there's no respect Yes, it's about keeping your word because that says a lot about you as a human and building that trust. The minute that you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you know, it breaks that trust. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes people are really quick to say yes to things because they feel guilty saying no or because they want to appease people. Right. And because they do that, they're letting things slide and they're like, oh, well, they won't really miss me or, you know, I'll just, I'll apologize later or I'll make it up to them later. But we're letting things slide because we're saying yes to the wrong things. Right. And perfect example of, the, of this. Just last night I was at the gym and I was, as I was leaving the gym, a personal trainer comes up to me and he goes, have you ever thought about bodybuilding? You know, those competitions. And I said, honestly, it's never really crossed my mind. I've had a few friends mention it to me, but it's never crossed my mind. And he said, well, what, you know, would you want to do it? And my instinct with everything, with friendships, with business, with, you know, finance, it's always, I always say yes. I went on this thing for a couple years where it was yes 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 because either I was trying to people please or I was trying to please myself for whatever reason I was a yes girl have you ever seen the movie yes man (laughs) no that that reminds me of Jamie doesn't really watch a lot of tv so she's not gonna understand the reference no but it's basically this guy that says yes to everything okay hilarious that's you that was you I love being the yes girl for like the last two years you invite me somewhere it's a yes but recently I started taking a step back and saying you know what unless it's a hell yes then it's a no. 
Yeah. You know, if if I'm not ex- super excited about bodybuilding competitions, wearing heels and all those blingy swimmy things, swimsuit things, I'm not doing it. The answer right. is no. So what I started doing is taking a step back and saying this, I'm going to sleep on it. Yeah. And I do that with everything now. I went from being a yes girl, yes, I will be there, yes, 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 to being let me sleep on it because it gives me a chance to honestly, genuinely sleep on it, think about it, talk about it with my mom who is, you know, someone that would give me good insights of, yes, you would be good at it, I think that, you know, X, Y, Z versus yes, because once I say yes, if I would have said yes to him last night, I am committed. I am disciplined and I'm not taking it back. Doesn't matter if you know what? Hey, I thought about it. I slept. And I really got and into I, it and I didn't and love I, it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really, I don't really want to do it anymore. I really yeah. don't want to train. I really don't want to eat. You know, I really don't want to meal prep or whatever. I already said yes. So guess what? Inside of me, internally, I would be dying if I, if I, if I, I would never go back on it. Right. I would just well, do it. I think you're so disciplined that when you say yes to things, you follow through on it. Not everyone is that way. And then what happens is we say yes to the wrong things. And then we step back and we realize maybe it's not for me. Or maybe that wasn't my best yes. That wasn't a hell yes. And so we quit on it, right? But then we feel like a failure because we've said yes to so many of the wrong things that are not serving us. Right. Or are not our best yes. That we're we're feeling shameful. And or, we're feeling bad. Or we have too many yeses on our plate that we're, you know, having to pull this way and that way. But when you should have really said no to a few of those things so don't ever be afraid of I'm kind of broken between this you know being a yes girl is so much fun more in the sense of like hey let's go to the beach yes let's go you know here let's go outside our comfort zone yes to those kind of things that you would normally not do but also the things that are trying to get you to step out of your comfort zone or maybe taking a lot more time saying I'm going to sleep on it or give me a couple hours to respond or just not jumping on it as fast. There's not really like a balance there, but it's hard. It, it definitely is hard and I'm not like perfect, but uh, recently I decided to, hey, you know what? Let me sleep on it. When I'm yeah. getting another Airbnb, I would normally jump on it and be like, oh my God, I love it. Yes, let me start furnishing it. But I started deciding to let me sleep on it. Let me think about it. Right. And, and decide um, if it's your best choice. And I think when it comes to keeping the promises you make to yourself and others, there's a few things you need to do. I'm going to outline them real quick and then we'll just touch on each one real fast. But you need to make sure that it's what you really want. Is it right. a hell yes? If it's the best yes, then go for it. Yes. Ask yourself why you've let things slide and be honest with yourself. Honesty is everything. Don't lie to yourself. Right. Then we wonder why we're so confused all the damn time. It's because we're not being honest with ourselves. Prioritize and make make time for the things that are important to you. Tell someone else to hold yourself accountable. That's huge. We have to do that because accountability is everything, especially when we don't really feel like doing the hard things sometimes. Break it down into smaller chunks. Instead of focusing on the one big thing that you're going to do, break it down into smaller chunks. And then you've got to track your progress so you can celebrate the small wins. So, Janie, let's talk real quick about making sure they're what you really want. Like you just said for you, that's a hell yes. So anything that's not that for you is a no. Is a no. Exactly. And I think that we have to get to a point where we say it's okay to say no more. It's okay. We don't have to say yes to other people to appease them. And I know that I've shared this on another podcast, but I'm going to share it real quick just because it's something that has stuck with me. When you're saying yes to the wrong things, 
you're basically taking that opportunity for some, from someone else who that would be their hell yes. Exactly. That would be their best yes. But because you're feeling backed against a wall and into saying yes to something that doesn't serve you, you're taking that away from someone else that it could be like their thing, the next big thing that could change their life. Right. I could be taking so, someone's spot or, you know, right. uh, that, like you said, it could be life changing for them. And here I am half assing it because I decided to say yes obligated. when it was really, it really should have yeah. been a no. So I, you know, take back, take back a step and just, you know, really decide if you're excited to do it, then it's a hell yes. If you're really not that excited, if you're even a little confused, then it's probably a no. Right. Well, and, and when we're, we're, talking about letting things slide with the next point and being honest with ourselves I think a lot of that where we're feeling like there's a disconnect there is from saying yes to the wrong things right you know yes we get excited about everything in the beginning right and then obviously like that dedication has to switch on right we have to become really committed to what we've said we're gonna do no matter what that is whether it be finishing school or like Janie said getting another Airbnb or for me opening up some fun new opportunities for my team or my community and my clients like we have to be committed to it once we say it But if we're feeling like we're letting things slide, sometimes we may need to be honest with ourselves and say, like, this is not the right thing in this season, or maybe this is just not for me. Right. And if that's the case, then step away from it. Like, you don't ever have to continue on with something just because, but also, you know, we thrive when we're completing tasks. We thrive whenever we're succeeding. We thrive when we're doing the things that we know we should be doing. And a lot of that comes from the confidence that we gain by, you know, finding success in that. But we're never going to find that if we're constantly letting things slide and, you know, accepting the lies that we tell ourselves of the fact that we're too busy or we're too tired or we don't have enough time or, I mean, there's so many excuses well, speaking, that come into mind. Yeah, speaking of time, you do want to prioritize and yeah. schedule things out because, for example, I had a friend last night that I was talking to her for a while and she was sharing some, you know, very personal things. But one of the things that she mentioned is, you know, not having the energy or not wanting to get out of bed. And I said, well, start scheduling things for yourself during the week that you look forward to waking up and going to. So I think that prioritizing things that make you happy, that you love to do, and scheduling time for these things, you know, aside from your kids or aside from the normal things that you do is important because that's going to get you out of bed. That's going to get you excited. That's going to get you back into the groove, back into the, you know, groove of things where you're not having to, you know, lay in bed all day or maybe, you know, watch the time just pass by because you don't want to get out of bed. But prioritizing and scheduling things out during the week, fun things that you love to do is important yeah well and something I always tell my clients is you need to especially these things that are like your goals your dreams these things that you've made a promise on that you're going to commit to no matter what that is you have to schedule them into your day my daughter for example is in soccer right now you better believe that on Mondays and Wednesdays I have it scheduled out that she has practice (laughs) we have committed to soccer for the season she has and I have as well and that means that she knows she's not just skipping practice because she doesn't want to go like she's going to practice because she committed to her team that she's going to be there and so you better believe that those practice times are scheduled on my skip schedule because they're just as important as her mom to be on top of it right we have to schedule our workouts like that we have to schedule our fun time like Janie was just saying like that we have to schedule time for adventure date nights girls night out like going to church like whatever that is for you if it's important to you and you've committed to it you have to schedule it 
Right. Or else it's not going to happen. Right. How so, important is it to tell another human being? I think that Katie and I can really speak on this topic because both of us have ran, you know, different groups online where we knew accountability was key to success. Oh, yeah. A lot of times, you know, people feel alone or they don't have this community. And so even nowadays that I'm not a health and fitness coach online anymore, I still tell people whenever I share like my workouts online on Instagram, I get a lot of requests that are a lot of dms that'll say you know what because of you i'm gonna hit the gym today and i'll tell her him or her tag me in your story or if you take a workout selfie or post-workout selfie because it helps you stay accountable and a lot of times they'll say hey i just got done working out i completely forgot to take a selfie and tag you but i want to let you know that because you held me accountable i I showed up to the gym i showed up and did it well and and that goes for anything and i think because we both have that that health and wellness and fitness background like we see it in that light but it goes for anything Mm -hmm. if you have a goal to finish you know a class tell your family tell your spouse tell your best friend hey i signed up for this class I'm going to finish it by May 12th. Right. Hold, you know, hold me accountable. This is what my goal is to be done with this class by then. Make sure I get it done. Or I want to go on, you know, a European vacation. I want to go by next year at Christmas time. Let's hold me accountable. Can you help hold me accountable? Like, it, it's with everything. It's not just with health and fitness. You can apply it to any area in your life. Maybe you're looking to run a marathon. Like, right. and you want to run the Disney half marathon or the Disney marathon. Like, Find some friends and hold each other accountable. And I think this is why sometimes I'm afraid to like share my goals and dreams out out loud because people that care about you, your parents, your aunts, your uncles, your siblings will hold you accountable. For example, I'm going to throw myself under the bus here because I am not nowhere near perfect. I'm the opposite of perfect. But I was taking some real estate classes for a couple months. They were stressing the heck out of me. I used to be a straight A student, but for whatever reason, just real estate was not sticking. I was stressing. I mean, my hair was falling out. It was bad. It was bad. And uh, every once in a while, I had an aunt that would check in on me. And she's, she would say, just put your head down, study, and finish. Until I told her one day, you know what? I quit. And and until this day, I haven't finished real estate. And I'm not going to finish because I'm not interested in it. And it's stressing me out. And it's just not something I want to do anymore. But that's a prime example of I shared it with everyone. I almost felt like I let people down. But at the same time, you have to realize that if it's not your passion, if it's not, you know, if it's not your end goal anymore, for whatever reason, things came up in between that you were like, you know what, I don't really see myself being a realtor. One, that is okay. But two, people will hold you accountable. I'm telling you, I had an aunt and my mom that were like, when are you finishing these classes up until I finally like sat down with myself and started realizing that this is not what I really want to do. It's not my dream. It's not my passion. For whatever reason, I was taking these courses and they were stressing me out. And I wasn't going to allow it to uh, run my life anymore. Well, and I think that that goes back to the beginning where you have to make the best yes. And it has to be a hell yes. Because if you are saying yes to things that are not necessarily like your passion or your purpose, which I think a lot of times we do, or maybe like the weekend barbecue is not where you want to be spending your time. Right. You know, like it's okay to say no. And sometimes when we get in a season of saying yes to everything, 
that's what happens is we fail at it right. or we we quit or we decide it's not for us because we weren't really wholeheartedly into it to begin with. Yeah. And so we don't want to continue doing that though because that's when we feel shame. That's when we feel like a failure. That's when we're not keeping the promises that we make to ourselves. Right. So I think it's important to just follow through these steps and make sure that we're making the best choices so that we're not getting to that point where we're doing what Janie just said. And we can all say we've been there. She's right. not the only one. She's just the one being open and honest <laughs> today about it. But We've all been there. And I think something that's important to do once we've said yes to something and we've committed and we're dedicated and we're ready to go all in with it, break it down into smaller chunks so that you don't feel so overwhelmed by the end result. Because how many times do we start something? I know for me, when I first started, you know, my health and fitness journey, I was postpartum and I had a lot of baby weight to lose. And looking at the scale thinking, oh my gosh, I need to lose 50 pounds was daunting right but when you break that down into the actions that you can do to get there like okay I need to obviously focus on my water and my sleep and my nutrition and moving my body every day okay that's a lot easier like those are bite-sized chunks but what does that look like daily for me so we've broken it down into what we need to do but then we need to break it down from there into what I can do daily to get to this end goal And so sometimes we set a date to it. Sometimes we're like, you know, I'm just going to keep chipping away at it until I get to the point where I reach that end goal for me. But I think when we focus on the small tasks that get us there versus like the big end goal itself, it helps us to have more joy in the journey and it helps us to feel more fulfilled as we're going to celebrate all the small wins along the way. Exactly. And I think that's what it was for me. There was no joy in the journey. I used to love studying, but I felt like I went all in. It was like an all in or nothing. So I was studying several hours a day, every day, not going out on the weekends, not, you know, ignoring my friends, not having, you know, dinner or lunch dates. And so it was like an all into studying that I like completely just fried my brain. And I was like, I don't ever want to do this again. And I just completely quit. But it's also important to note that don't be afraid of do to try new things or do things that you wanted to, you know, maybe learn about because you think you're going to stop halfway or you're going to fail at it. It's important to try these things. And if you don't end up loving it, okay, you know what? That's okay. Yeah, that's totally okay. And, and just tracking your progress as you go and celebrating it as you go, because I think sometimes, again, we get so caught up in the end goal that we forget to celebrate how far we've come. Um, I specifically have a woman in my wellness community right now. She is killing it. She's been killing it for months, but she's still not where she wants to be. And sometimes she's hard on herself. And I always have to remind her, but like, look how far you've come. Look at the changes that you've made. Remember who you were when you first started this journey. And you're a totally different person these days. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in what we want that we can't find the joy in where we're at right now and love ourselves where we're at now while we're still working towards what we want. And trusting the process because a lot of times we see ourselves in the mirror, you know, and you want to change certain things, either physical or, or, you know, on the inside that you want to work on. But it's like just trusting the process that you are taking the right steps the small wins every single day or every single week to hitting your goals or whatever it is that you want to achieve but it's important to trust the process I think a lot of people get lost in you know I haven't lost any weight this week or I haven't done this xyz but it's about trusting the process and that's something one thing that I'm really good about not getting down and about you know when you're having to for example gain more muscle you're having to eat more you're having to gain more weight because then later on 
if you trust the process, you're able to, you know, shed that extra weight and show your muscles. But a lot of people get stuck in the comparison game or not trusting the process. And it just takes time. But know that you will achieve your goals and you want to celebrate those small wins every time. Right. Well, and I know for me, you know, we can break this down into a couple of things just to give you guys some examples. When I was going to college, right? four years seems like forever and I remember just getting out of high school and a lot of my friends went on to work and it was so hard for me because I had made the commitment that I was going to get my degree right and you know that first year it's like you can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel you're lost in your (laughs) basics right and it's like okay but I completed one semester all right Right. now it's on to the next semester okay here we go summer session and it's like you have to celebrate every single semester right because then before you know it you're a senior and you're like oh my gosh I'm about to graduate And I remember looking back and thinking that went by a lot faster than I thought it did in the moment. It felt so long, but ultimately looking back four years was nothing. It It was a blip in my adulthood, you know? And so I think that that goes for everything, especially when some of these goals are more long-term, you know, sometimes we just have to take that step back and remember to celebrate all of the little things as we go because greatness takes time. Right. Great things do not happen overnight. Nothing does. Nothing. Nothing that you want is going to happen for you overnight. Whether you're getting your real estate license, you're going to school to be a doctor, you are going back to school to be a lawyer, maybe you're building your own business, maybe you're working and climbing the corporate ladder. Like, I don't know what that is for you, but none of that is going to happen overnight. And when we put the pressure on ourselves to make it feel like it has to happen overnight, a lot of times I feel like that's why we quit. Because when it doesn't happen fast enough, we get disheartened and we quit. But if we stick it out for the long haul and we build that confidence and that trust in ourselves by celebrating those small wins each and every day, we're going to get there. And the more we keep the promises that we make to ourselves, the better we're going to feel and the more successful we're going to be in all areas of our life because confidence is what helps you to be successful. That belief that you have in yourself, that you can do anything that you set your mind to, is what's going to breed success in every area of your life. That's perfect. That's exactly what I was thinking. Belief in yourself, belief in your dreams, belief in your goals, because they will happen. You will get there. It just takes time. It does. Well, we love you guys so big. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. Thank you for all of the DMs. You guys, there is nothing that we love more than getting to chat with you guys in our DM about different topics, about your take on topics. I would love to hear what a promise is that you have made to yourself lately, whether you've completed it yet or right. maybe you're still working really hard at it. Like, let us be your accountability buddy. Yes, yeah, small or big because no goal is too small or too big to achieve. Yeah, absolutely. And we can't wait to see you guys next week. Be sure to tune in. We have an awesome topic for you. And I hope you guys have a great week.